Warning, the following views will be extremely offensive. You will hear foul language, sexual innuendos, and jokes in poor taste. Viewer discretion is advised. I got blisters on my fingers! We'll do it live! Yeah, we're going to do it live, Effett. Thanks, Bill, for bringing us into another great show on a Sunday morning. We're going to go right out of the gate here and talk about what's going on with COVID-19. So a couple of things have changed this week. And once again, like I say every week, if you've been living under a rock, we're going to fill you in on what's going on. So the big news is Florida has seen a drastic spike, I'd, I'd like to say, in, uh, in coronavirus Huge cases. Spike. Huge. I mean, it's just... You think it's the end of the world down there in Florida and other states as well. But Trump did something this week, pissed a lot of people off. Uh, these labs. He and, does something every week and pisses a lot of people off. I mean, off. he's good at it. So so the White House now has these labs and hospitals reporting their COVID-19 numbers, not to the CDC. They say, no, no, no more CDC. You send them to us, Health and Human Services, which really made a lot of people angry because they think that he's politicizing it. But it's also coincidence, too, that once they have to send their numbers directly to him, it appears their numbers start changing. Well, first of all, the whole damn thing has been politicized from the get-go. It seems like this entire year has been nothing but one politicized mess. We had COVID, and then when that started to die down, we had, you know, Race War 2020, and now that's starting to die down, and now we're we're back to COVID. Well, so my only, I guess my biggest point of this, when they say, well, he's trying to politicize this. Well, everybody's trying to politicize everything, okay? So, I mean, it's just an action to a reaction. Murder hornets didn't work out the way they'd hoped, so they had to replay the COVID card. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the murder hornet, that, that kind of fell flat on his ass, uh, yeah. didn't it? So, so what they did is they were coming up with 98% positivity rates. Uh, across a couple different labs, one in particular, uh, well, over thirty labs were not. They weren't all ninety-eight, but they were all ridiculously high. Correct. And, and this ties into, if you remember, a couple weeks ago, I said on here I was talking about Dade County. At one point, was reporting a fifty percent, which we thought was astronomically high, and it turns out that that actually wasn't that bad compared to what some of these other labs ended up doing. Well, guess what. One had 98%, and guess what? It wasn't 98%. It was 9.4%. And they said, well, we made a mistake. No, that's not a mistake. You, you can't be off 80%. Well, we just didn't, well, we didn't do that right. It was actually 9.4 or 9.8%. So if you look at the rest of the world, and you're scratching your head going, man, we're doing a really bad job with this, because every other country in the world, except Iran and a select few others, seems to have this under control. Um, yeah, you're right for questioning that. Uh, when they do positivity tests, and this is coming out as well, and they admitted this, especially down in Florida, these labs and hospitals, if they test somebody one day and they've got coronavirus, they come in, they're admitted, they test them. The next day, they'll do another test to see if they still got it. And if that's a positive test, that counts as another positive. So if they test somebody seven days in a row, that's seven positives they have to put into their system and report. Which is ridiculous. So you can't tell me that that side is not politicizing this for some reason. This has really turned into this. It's gone from a pandemic into a conspiracy to get people scared. And that's the only way you can really size this up at this point. The motorcycle, they had a motorcycle crash in Florida. The guy died in a motorcycle accident. 
and he's pulling that up now, but they listed that as a COVID-19 death because he had COVID-19 when he died. Now, Dr. Pino, and I can't remember what his status is down there in Florida. Do you remember? Uh, Yeah, he's the Orange County Health Officer. The Orange County Health Officer actually defended classifying a motorcycle fatality as COVID-19. I have the quote right here. I'm not going to paraphrase. Dees, give us a quote. Says Dr. Pino tells Fox 35 that one, quote, could actually argue that it could have been the COVID-19 that caused him to crash. Could have actually been like a, a... Could have been. Could have been. You know, here's another thing, too. This could have been in the probable. They're counting probable cases as well with this. And then they do BS like this, and they wonder why we're questioning everything. They were counting probable cases. Well, they didn't get tested, but they had COVID-like symptoms, so we counted them. So, yeah, there's something going on here. They're spiking these numbers like you're spiking a football. When I, when I read that quote, I think of one thing, and the, the, George Carlin. You know, on my show, we talked about comedians. Right. Uh, I'll plug that later, by the way. Uh, but anyway, George Carlin was doing his bit on the whole air uh, airlines and airports and everything. And one of the, the stewardesses making the announcement goes, please check around your seating area for any items you might have brought on board. <laughs> well, I might have brought my Indian Arrowhead collection. I didn't. So I'm not going to look for it. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're, they're wanting cases of COVID to spike up. Yeah. And we're seeing that we're seeing that here in Illinois too. They want to shut this back down again. I'm I'm just convinced in my mind they're looking for anything. Our governor, JB Pritzker, initially said if we can keep it below twenty percent, we move on to phase four. And now what's he saying? If it goes above eight percent for two weeks in a row, we're shutting back down again. Right. So it's constantly changing the game to fit their narrative. And this is all Which being- we're still well under. I mean Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know about Chicago. Just we've had the massive spike, and I say massive here in McLean County because it is massive compared to what we've had previous. Right. We've had over a hundred cases in the last, I want to say, eight to ten days, which is for us stupid high. But our positivity rate, because they're doing more testing, is still at all, the rolling seven day average is two point six percent. Exactly. Which is still relatively low. But don't don't put it past even our state or any other state people listeners may be living in for them to start spiking these cases as well. Yeah. Doing if it's happening in Florida, I mean, who's to say it's not happening to some degree in other places. And then, so we can move on. Yeah. That's just something we wanted to touch on. Cause it really does piss us off. Everything that's going on in the world right now, businesses are suffering. People are losing their houses. People can't go to work or the work is dried up in, in point for me as a direct result of this thing, because everybody's shutting down, and it turns out it was shut down for nothing. We were all prepared in the beginning. We've talked about this. We played ball. We took it seriously. But I'm going to tell you something. After how long has it been? Five five months? Yeah, we're coming into Basically August. Basically the beginning of March. After five months, and this is what it's turned into, which is a big nothing burger, I'm done with it. I'm over it. I think you are too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, it, we're not sitting here saying that it's not real and that it's not dangerous because we know that it is. But it's not this bubonic plague that they're making it out to be, which, by the way, that that dude actually yep. died. Um, but, it, yeah, it's definitely not what they're making it out to be. It's not as uh, as deadly as they're saying it was because we're seeing that across the board, the death rates are still hovering around 0.2 to 0.4% as far as global po- uh, population. Um, should you be cautious? Yes. Um, should you be 
locked in your house and, and be afraid to go outside, which the way some people would like you to think, no. You know, anybody that goes outside right now and doesn't think about a mosquito, but they're hunkered down in their house when they're not and they're worried about COVID-19, you still got West Nile virus out there. You've got all this other stuff too. There's other stuff. <laughs> bubonic to be, plague. Bubonic <laughs> plague. Bubonic can play. Which when that whole thing came out, I, I read the article and I was actually surprised to find out that they say that he, even here in America, there's an average of 200 cases a year. Of the bubonic plague? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I never knew that. I didn't either. And, and go ahead. And this was one case that they found in the Philippines, I think it was. No. Some somewhere not here. It well, was one case, of, but you're it just became full of good news. I know, today, right? I, I'm you know on my facts. All I know is it was one case, and it kind of became a national story. When if you actually look at the stats, there's cases of it every single year. It's just so rare that it's never reported on. But because we're in the middle of this big pandemic, uh, it's reported, and the kid got it, and he died. Um, and then now, I don't. Did you see the Bill Gates thing that is starting to blow up? Oh, which which one? Where he that if this is what, again, my impounding my fist, this is where social media is effed is that it's presented on social media. Like Bill Gates comes out and predicts that we're going to have another pandemic and it's going to kill 30, 30 million people. Basically, if you actually read it and go into it, he just did a presentation where a computer simulation was ran and showed that in today's times and tech and everybody flying here, there, and everywhere, if a major pandemic, deadly pandemic hit, it could possibly, maybe, kill upwards of 30 million people in, I think it said, six months or something like that. They, well, here's the thing. They there was nothing factual on it. He didn't say he predicted it. He but his just, models show this. They, they need to take yeah. these models and shove them where the sun doesn't shine because all it does is freak people out. Yeah, well, they, and, and that's bad, my point. Is you that can make these models say anything you want them to say. The article actually doesn't sound bad. But when somebody shares it on Facebook... They put the headline on it that Bill Gates says 30 million people are going to die in the next pandemic soon. And then, of course, I agree. And, and we, we beat that dead times. horse. That's oh, how, absolutely. That's how social media goes. See, I disagree with him doing these models because I don't think he's got a damn dog in the hunt. But then again, it gets spun around and spun around and spun around. And we were, we were looking for the Nick Cannon quotes. We're going to get to that earlier. And it's so what once something comes out, it gets so suppressed. And it's not just social media. It's in the media that you can't find the actual facts. Right. And then you see something that Snopes fact checks something. And it's like, wait a minute, this is real. You go there. And now even Snopes is making stuff appear to be false. That's actually true because there was a picture of Albert Einstein and there was a quote about COVID and it made sense. I can't remember what it was, but it was a picture of Al Albert Einstein. Now we know Albert Einstein didn't say this, but it was a picture of a smart person. So they were emphasizing, use your brains here. Right. And they fact-checked it. Well, technically, Albert, Albert Einstein didn't say that. Well, no shit, Sherlock. We, you know, this is this is what we're living in now. So it, I really wanted to get to this. Talking about scumbag governors, uh, it, we're going to talk about our scumbag governor and our speaker, Michael Madigan, here in Illinois. Yeah. Because we think that the shiznit's going to hit the fan, or at least we're hoping it is. Hoping anyway. so. And, and if you've been around the state of Illinois for, for more than a year or two, you know that 
regardless of, of who the governor is, the real puppet master in this state is the House Speaker, Mike Madigan, who is the longest tenured House state speaker in the history of the United States. No other speaker of the House on the state level has been in office longer than this man, Mike Madigan, who is, surprise, from Chicago. Uh, he's a Democrat. And yeah, he is the beginning and end of just about anything corrupt within the government in the state of Illinois. Well, and for those of you that fact. don't know, okay, for, and here's another fact too. Mike Madigan runs a state the governor doesn't. Yes. All right, the governor, you know, this is why the one thing I liked about Blagojevich, the one thing, the one thing I liked about him was he was always button heads with Madigan and he was always pissing Madigan off. And I think that that's, I think Madigan led to him getting canned. Oh, I, I think have Madigan no doubt had that, his fingers in making yeah. sure this got out because he was a thorn in Madigan's side. I don't like Rob Blagojevich, okay? But that was the one good thing I could say about him is he didn't kowtow to Mike Madigan right. all the time. And look what happened to him. And look <laughs> what happened. This is a, Illinois run. You think it's just the cornfield state and everybody's, you know, spitting the backer. I'm telling you, this is run by a mafia, this state is. So we got some stuff coming out about Madigan. You got the article on that, Dees? I've got a few articles about it. Well, let's have it. Let's. Why don't we're going to give you a breakdown of exactly what is going on with Madigan and why we think hopefully that he's screwed uh, to give you the Cliff's Notes version of it. ComEd is a huge utility company um, in the Chicago area. A lot of you know, if you're south of, of I-80, probably don't have ComEd, but or, or at least you don't know you have ComEd, maybe a subsidy. Oh, um, so anyway, yes, they're this massive. Every time the company. thunder starts, I do that. Thunderstruck. Oh. <laughs> I got to do it. We got, probably got thunder on here now. So anyway, over the last several years, um, ComEd has been hiring and funneling money to people that have been either suggested by or uh, companies and law firms. One of which is, and they don't name it in the actual report, but Madigan is the is in a law firm, and there's a law firm that got billed for 850 hours over the course of the year, which if you've ever paid for a lawyer, especially a good one, you know that's a lot of money. Um, and it's all tied to, to Mike Madigan, whether it was jobs, uh, contracts, things of these nature, and the language in these reports are basically saying that this is for your benefit, for our benefit, blah, blah, blah. Basically, what it comes down to is there's some major bribery going on um, to help Madigan, and Madigan, in turn, would help try to pass legislation that would benefit ComEd. And not only is Madigan, Madigan, eh, Madigan, sorry, Madigan, right? Hooked on phonics <laughs> work for me. Um, but also his uh, his lobbyist, his number one confidant that he's had uh, basically by his side for a very long time. And he's implicated, so they did raids, and they've got all this stuff. And now ComEd has agreed to pay a $200 million fine, um, I believe with the agreement in place that they would no would not be prosecuted. A hush settlement. Let's yeah, drop more this. more or less. Here, we're going to give you some money. You guys just back off from this. So this is, if you voted ever in your life in Illinois, and you voted Democrat, you may as well consciously have just been putting a rope around your neck and jumping off a bridge. Yeah. You know, and, but he's, they've got so much money and they control so much of Chicago, which Chicago might as well be the state, might as well be the capital of Illinois at this point, not Springfield. 
Yeah. This has been going on for years, and everybody's turned a blind eye to it. I, you're not surprised, R.E.D.? Not at when all. You, look, when we hear this, we're not like, oh, my God, Mike Madigan did what? Yeah, no. This it's... is like we're expecting every day when we pick up pick up our phones or pick up a newspaper, we're expecting to see something like this every day in Illinois. The only thing that surprises me about Madigan is that somebody it looks like he finally might have got his hand caught in the cookie jar. Perfect example, this man that I was talking about, his number one confidant um, was a gentleman by the name of McLean who was a lobbyist and they found that ComEd continued to pay McLean $361,000 for work even after McLean announced he retired as a ComEd lobbyist. So I need to go work for ComEd. Right? Or, or a lobbyist is what I need to be. Uh, and they found all this stuff. And, of course, Madigan's people came out with a statement saying that, you know, they'll he will cooperate and you'll find no wrongdoing. I don't buy that for a second. No, that you can't believe that because everybody's going to say, well, you're going to find that my client didn't do any wrongdoing. He's fully, he's going to cooperate fully in this investigation. You know, it's all, you know what, you know, what's also going to happen. He's, he's going to bring down Prickster too. Well, and see, that's the other thing. Um, when the news broke of this on, I believe it was Friday afternoon, uh, all these Illinois state level senators and congressmen were coming out, basically calling for Madigan to resign. If any of this is true, which I don't see how it could come out that it's not true because they've got just hours and hours worth of reading as far as the paperwork and the, the trail that they have. And a lot of these senators were also implicating Pritzker. And even if he's not involved in this, which I'll be surprised if he's not involved in this in some way, just because he's crooked as fuck too. But he's got his own problem right now. And the rumblings around the state house are that, Pritzker will be indicted within the next few weeks on property tax fraud. Oh, it's about time. Yeah. We all knew he was doing that. Yeah. So, and like you said, Madigan is, look, he is the, like the prototype evil genius behind the bad guy that you see, you know, in the movie. Like you you think that this guy is the the bad guy. And then at the end of the movie, the big reveal is this other guy. And that is who Mike Madigan is. Well, and if he goes down, like you said, he's going to probably sing like a canary and take Pritzker down, especially, I, I don't think he necessarily would have until Pritzker came out and said, well, he needs to yeah. resign. Well, I'm going to tell you something. These guys have lived in the lap of luxury on our dollars. You know, Madigan's done this for over 40 years in the state of Illinois. Yeah, longest, lap of luxury. longest runs in a whole the state. country. How do you think his little white ass is going to deal with being put in prison for the rest of his I don't, natural life. I, regardless of what comes out of this, I don't think he's going to squeal. This ship is sinking in, in our state, right? It's sinking. Yeah. And they're, they're bailing water as fast as they can. And they're going to move from bailing water to throwing people overboard. And that's what you're going to see happen. If you remember back to when Blagojevich got, uh, he got put in prison yeah. for basically talking over the phone about, Trying selling to sell, a Senate seat, sell a Senate Barack Obama, seat. Yeah. trying to sell it. They talked about it. Now, when this came out and the phone calls actually got released, this was long after the fact you heard everything. He was talking with J.B. Pritzker about how to get J.B. Pritzker in there, too. Mm-hmm. This is back when J.B. Pritzker was just a business guy. And they were talking about what would be the right position for J.B. to be in in Illinois to advance in government. Right. So this has been going on for years. So I'm not surprised about any of it. Um, so yeah, hopefully, and and I hate to say this because it's my state, it's our state, but at this point, yeah, I want to see the ship sink. Maybe if it, we can just get it underwater, we can build a new ship. 
Yeah. One no. that actually works for the people in the state instead of screws them. I mean, it. we are the laughing stock of the union when it comes to corruption in, in government. Well, we may be the laughing stock when it comes to corruption, but when it comes to just plain ignorance, I think de Blasio and Cuomo have us beat in New York right now. It looks that way, yeah. I mean, talking about bad governors and bad mayors, I mean, we didn't even touch about Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, which she's out there flapping when it comes to all this crime. She wants to put more gun restrictions in Chicago. I mean, how can you restrict it any more than you already have by actually, I don't know, maybe enforcing the laws you've got on the books? But I want to touch on something that I thought was funny right off the bat. In case you haven't heard of it, uh, New York uh, bars are now selling Cuomo chips. What? Yeah, Cuomo chips. That's what they're selling. So Cuomo made this made this uh, order that bars cannot serve alcohol unless they serve food. So you can't go in and get a beer unless you buy dinner or something. So they've come up with a $1 bag of chips that you go in there and you just want to drink. You have to buy a $1 bag of chips. They call them Cuomo chips. Oh, wow. So they're throwing that in his face. Uh, but we were talking, we want to go into New York real quick because that's another hot button topic. Uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio, who, of course, people are getting, what's the crime rate skyrocketed? I remember one week it was like 400% it was up, the murder rate or something. The yeah, rate. I mean, as far as for the year, it's up over 20, 25% higher than last year. 159 murders so far this year. Which and is, we're only halfway through the year. Which is 25% higher than this time last year. Uh, basically, murder, burglary, and grand larceny auto crimes have spiked just this month alone over the same time last year. Uh, but the good news is, is rape, robbery, and and regular old grand larceny crimes have declined. So, well, well, you can't do all the crimes at one time, right? Okay. So, De Blasio, while people are dying, babies are being murdered in his town, is busy painting Black Lives Matter in front of Trump Tower. That's what he focuses on right there. Um, so getting getting back to de Blasio, de Blasio is now in a pissing match with Trump. And Trump, I think, is playing this one pretty good. Uh, Trump is cutting them down, but saying, hey, I'll send in, you know, a federal authority. I will send troops in there to get this fixed if you can't fix it. And now they're backtracking. Well, we don't have a problem. You're the problem. And we can fix And they're not fixing it. So while Trump's inciting this and getting them flustered, He's also at the same time offering help, and he's just proven that these Democrat mayors in these big cities can't run their town. It's it's being exposed left and right that all these policies that were barely keeping their head above water, and they're saying they're doing this for the people. Turns out they're not doing it for the people. They're doing it for their own gain, because if they really wanted to put any effort into this, they could fix this. So what do they do? Crime rates up. We're going to defund police. And we sat here. On the show, everybody has, and said, you can't do that. That's not going to work. Well, yeah, it is. And guess what? They're doing it, and it's not working. Well, like I said, uh, cops are not, that they, they don't want to handle the problems. Well, I think, well, you know, the sad they're, they're thing quitting. is. They're quitting. They did want to handle the problems. That's why they went to law enforcement. They wanted right. to help their community. Well, no, I, I, but I yeah, I, I know exactly. Yeah, I'm not saying that. that they don't, they don't want to do their jobs. They're They're afraid to do their jobs now because of what has happened and they don't want, you know, they don't want to be the next national story. They're talking in California. They're going to have uh, non-armed city workers doing traffic stops. Let me know how that works out. 
that's one of the most dangerous things a cop runs into yeah. on a daily basis. You never know what you're they're going to have unarmed city workers stopping people over and going up to a car where they can't see. Now, what, I mean, I, I see what I see what you're where you're going, but at the same time, on if you took like the national average, it's probably the least. You know, th- th- there are so many traffic stops and more way more times than not it goes fine but there are there are those times and enough to be concerned at least where it doesn't go fine no so, there's there's actually a lot because traffic stops is i you know i'd have to talk to some of my police friends about this and confirm it i mean that's your main interaction with people is traffic stops especially yeah. in the city well yeah that's and you, then you find out they got a warrant they're I mean, drunk they got a warrant yeah. i mean Philando Castile was a traffic yeah, stop. Yeah, more times than not when they, you know, do these warrant arrests, and, and this is coming from personal experience, uh, it's because you were an idiot and didn't use your turn signal or had a taillight out or you were speeding, and, oh, well, you have a warrant. This, well, depending on what that warrant's for, shit can hit the fan quickly, as we've seen several times in some of these videos. Uh, like Atlanta, you know, the man was drunk, Rayshard Brooks. Yeah, Rayshard Brooks. He was he was drunk. He fell asleep in the drive-thru. And turns out he was on parole and knew that his ass was cooked. If he went to jail for DUI, he was going to go right back to prison. And that's when he decided to run, steal, and those take officers, the taser. And those officers in the Rayshard Brooks thing were trained. They were armed. And he almost overtook them both. Right. So you're going to put city... You're out of your mind. So we're going to see how this goes. I mean, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results each time. We're living in insane times right now because that's what's going on. And it's it's all political to prove a point. They've completely gone so far radical just to get as far away as they can from any common sense because the common sense is falling to the middle and right in these times just to piggyback back on what you were talking about with the un, unarmed traffic officers it'll happen i promise you it'll happen if if they do this there's going to be a traffic stop the person that they're stopping is going to be a, a warrant issued violent offender yeah and if he knows that the person that's walk, getting ready to walk up to his car and ask for his license is unarmed that that officer is going to get smoked before he ever gets to the car window. Horrible, horrible, horrible idea. Gu- I guarantee if they go forward with that, that will happen at some point in the future. Wh- why are they going to why are they going to stop to begin with? They can't be driving police cars. Well, let's say they're they're driving a car that isn't theirs or stolen and and that officer doesn't know who they're pulling over at that point. So, I mean, just if I'm a little out there in the head and I don't want to get caught. I don't want to go to jail. Am I going to go on a police or a chase? Which if you go, if you run away, guess what? They're going to call back up that will have yeah, guns. Absolutely. Whereas if I'm sitting there and I don't want to go to prison, I'm going to pull over. I'm going to let this one unarmed officer walk up to my car and I'm going to smoke him. I mean, that's a, that's a good point. This you know is- what I'm saying? I mean, not me, <laughs> not I not me. I'm just right, saying, but you're, if, you're you emphasizing I mean? yeah. with a criminal. Yeah, mark, makes mark my sense. words. That will happen. See, th- we're not the best guys in the world, but we got these things uh, we developed, and it's it's called brains. Okay, we don't need to go to college. We don't need to be scholars to figure this out. Okay, we we just got to use your heads. There's gray matter in everybody's skull. Just use it. This is not going to work. 
And, you know, to piggyback on that, the National Association of Police Organizations, which is, I think, the largest uh, police union. So mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how many officers are in this. But they historically endorsed Democrats. They endorsed uh, Obama, Biden in 2008, 2012, 2016. Like a lot of people did. They just stayed home. They were not doing anything. Now they've come out and pledged their full support to Donald Trump. So Dees and I were talking about this before we started the show today. Um, Biden is not a radical left guy. He's, he's just a moderate. He always has been. But the problem is he's being used as a puppet for the far left now. And I think one of the mistakes are but he's all they got. He's mm-hmm. all they got. But one of the mistakes they're making with this is they think that this Antifa and these extreme BLM guys, they think that that is the majority of America. And they're, they're wrong. They're wrong on so many levels with that. And they're going to start pushing away the true moderates that are going, we don't want this. This is, this is not what we wanted in America. They're destroying it. So for Napo to come out and endorse Donald Trump is a big deal. That's a lot of officers support that. A lot of officers' families and friends and relatives. That's going to be a lot of votes right there. They just yanked away from the Democrats. And that's a union, okay, going for a Republican. So if you want to have any insight into just how asinine everything is, look at stuff like that. You know, piggybacking on everything that's gone wrong, and we talk about the cops and the race relations. Um, Nick Cannon, and I'm going to pull this up for you real quick. Nick Cannon made some pretty disparaging remarks, and he has now been dropped by Viacom, I think. He pretty much was on a YouTube video yeah he has a youtube podcast yeah and he made some remarks along the lines of those without dark skin have a deficiency that historically forced them to act out of fear and commit acts of violence to survive he also said they had to be savages jewish people white people and europeans among others so while we're doing everything we can we're bending over backwards just destroying our country because we want to become so woke you have people like nick cannon and and others, you get Don Lemon and all these other guys. Well, you had the same thing with Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. You know, the, the wide receiver for the Eagles who came out and basically um, there was a book that uh, quoted Hitler, which Hitler didn't say those quotes. But anyway, it, it basically was a highly, highly anti-Semitic quote out of a book that basically was kind of praising what Hitler did. And it got blown up to a big story as well. And a lot of people came out against it. Same thing. uh, But Nick Cannon is more of a mainstream type of, you know, celebrity as opposed to an NFL player. All the work we've done in the past 200 years in this country to right all of our wrongs and all the hard work we put into it. We're watching our country get destroyed right now over this. And now you've got these people coming out and going, now not good enough. They pretty much want segregation again. They want to be segregated. They want, we want this and just for us. We want black only this and black only that. And it's like, you. it's just, it bothers me. It does. It really just pisses me off. So No, and there's a lot of, of good ideas and, and things being said out there, but we see the bad ones. Uh, those are the ones that, that get the most publicity. Well, it's just the mindset is what bothers me right. about it. I mean, let's you want to work together and 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 do this and make it even better than it is or than it was three months ago because it was pretty damn good for this country. You want to make it better? Let's make it better. Which I mean, but you're going in reverse at this point. You're just anybody that wanted to help you now, you're pushing them away. 
by and large though i think a lot of these things have have died down quite considerably uh compared to where we were three four weeks ago yeah but all it's going to take is one trumped up incident oh i agree and then the world's falling apart but even though this is calming down you've still got these politicians these liberal leaders and politicians making sure that when it starts to die down they throw some more gasoline well and that's a, that's exactly where i'm going with this is that these things that you know the nick cannon deshaun jackson these things that are coming out are now being blown up into national stories because of where we've been these last few weeks. Exactly. Take away the the shit storm that we dealt with from May 25th until, you know, basically let's just call it mid-June is when it really started to to tail off. You take all that away and these stories that are out now about Deshaun Jackson and Nick Cannon and and right. this that wouldn't be quite as big a deal. Um, we wouldn't be dealing with the the whole Redskins drama right now. Which, well, which is, you know, there's another thing to the Redskins. We're going to branch off here real quick. So they are dropping the Redskins. I always call them the Redskins. I don't care. Um, the majority of Native Americans actually like that. Well, here's the funny thing. It's is, all these woke white people. You can't do that. I won't say the majority because there have been several groups over the years that have come out for it. There are, they definitely there, have there some support. There are people. Yes. But there's the But the funniest thing about than... it is the, the man who designed, who picked the name and designed the logo was actually a 100%, I think, Blackfoot? Yep. I believe it was Blackfoot Indian. Blackfoot Native American. Whatever. So we can't, well, yeah, uh, and he care. literally drew the logo based off of this chief, and you can you can look it up right now. You can put the side by side, and it is clearly that that man that he drew for the logo, and he even said then that it was basically an honor. But uh, I get it. I I don't necessarily I, agree with it. But look, well, I, here's my issue with it. I see it more of an insult. To Squeaky say we don't wheel that. gets the grease is basically what's going on here. Well, I see it more as an insult because. This is a way to remember heritage, okay? You're remembering a good people. You're remembering somebody that that was 100% Native American and was honored to do that. Now you're going to go, well, it offends us. Right. Even though we have no dog in the hunt, it offends us, and we're going to take it down because, you know, that's a racial injustice to put that, you know, an yeah. Indian's face on a low. It's stupid. Now, now Dan Snyder, <laughs> that's not the the... No, that that's the least of his problems. We've all right forgotten now. about the Redskins controversy here yeah. with the name and the logo. Now we've got. Have you been following this? Yeah, and it was kind of funny um, when the story was coming out. They they made the statement that they were dropping the name and everything, and literally that day, which was on Monday, they made the announcement they were dropping the name. There were already on in the Twitterverse some tweets saying that. There's there's about to be a story that's going to make this name thing seem pretty minor. And as the week went on, it got more and more heated and more rumors at one but point. But they weren't coming out and saying what it was. No. Well, because nobody really knew. All they knew was that there was going to be a story. And I think on Thursday is when uh, the most rumors popped up. They were talking about prostitution and sexual abuse and yep. drugs and yep. all this. Absolutely. Basically painted a really, really dark picture. And then when the story came out, still absolutely terrible what happened to these women, but it wasn't as bad as they initially listed. But basically what it boiled down to was that 15 women have come forward claiming sexual harassment, 
Not from Daniel Snyder so far. He has not been implicated in this. But but, but the environment that he helped foster yes, has been blamed they, on this. A lot of them were his very close uh, allies, um, whether they were like corporate sponsor type people or um, high profile friends of friends type thing that included, like I said, 15 women that worked in the organization. Um, and I, I still think it ain't over. Um, because we had the whole incident with their cheerleaders being photographed topless and a lot of people were invited to it. Uh, I think this might be the, the tip of the iceberg. Snyder has played nicey nice and said that, you know, this is not what we believe in. Well, blah, yeah, blah, but, blah. but he's not going to come out and go, yeah, that's, you know, we want to see, we want to see boobs all the time and we treat our women like right. trash. And, and basically when it's all said and done, the NFL might have to force him out the way that they did. Um, the, I'm not going to be able to remember his name right now, but the former owner of the Carolina Panthers, well, you, although with him, it was him that was implicated in the sexual, uh, uh, harassment charges. So yeah, he didn't have a, a leg to stand on. They forced him to sell a team. Here's the interesting part of this whole Snyder, uh, Redskins sexual harassment. The, the paper that worked on this article for uh, apparently for weeks, if not months is the Washington post. You know who owns the Washington Post? Who's that? Jeff Bezos. Do you happen to know what Jeff Bezos really, really, really wants to do? What's that? Own an NFL team. Oh, see, I did not know that. Yes. Oh, he, he I did has not actually know. I mean, yeah, it's been Washington involved. Post, Amazon, all that stuff. But yeah. No, I did not know he wants to own a sports team. He has been involved in a couple of these uh, investor groups when looking at purchasing NFL teams and he wants an NFL team. So he's got kind of a motive to get rid of Snyder because then the team has to be sold. And I don't know who else might buy an NFL team, but the richest man in America or the world, you know, I think we're seeing right now, this day and age, how this woke stuff is cannibalizing itself. Um, You know, and, and props to Bill Mark, because Bill Mark came out and made this big spiel about everybody's offended. And he goes, look, you can't be more offended than the victim. Okay? Yeah. Like the, there was a black gentleman that was bird watching and the gal called the police on him and he came out and forgave her. And that was one of the examples. He said, look, I forgive her. It was a bad thing to do. Her life got turned upside down over this. You know, no blood, no foul. We're, we're done with it. And there's people more offended than he is about this. So Bill Maher said it best, but another one that I don't know if you've been reading about is Ellen DeGeneres. I always called her Ellen DeGenerate. No, I have not heard about her this. show is even if it can come back on is going to be gone. They're already pulling advertising out because how much of a horrible person it's being exposed that she is. Yeah. I have just, read some the, things that say that she is just a, a just a bad, human the best being. way this was put was blood is gushing. Oh, wow. In her business, they are purging it right now. It's like end of times for Ellen DeGeneres. Now it's coming out racism and they made disparaging comments to black people like, oh, we don't even remember black employees' names and said that to black. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. oh there's a laundry list. So Miss Woke and Miss Bubbly Personality, who's treated people like garbage her whole life, is finally getting her comeuppance in this, too. Wow. And you're going to see a lot more, a lot more of that coming because, like I said, this started out with people being woke and going after the right and going after stuff they didn't agree with. But now there's just, it's systemic. They're going all over the place. They're going after their own. They're going after Hollywood now. I mean, you saw this with Harvey Weinstein too. And now you see people start backing off. Even Melissa, Alyssa Milano started backing off some of her accusations. Yeah. 
well, you know, we got to give them a chance and we got to let these guys, you know, speak for themselves. And okay, maybe you shouldn't believe everything that somebody says. So I just Which, find that convenient. Surprisingly, Ghislaine Maxwell still alive. She Yes, she is still alive. She has not hung herself yet. I, I guess it's Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Yeah, I guess the S is silent in that. In the documentary, they call her Ghislaine. Do they? Yes. I've heard Ghislaine. Maxwell. And maybe it is. I, she I don't is know. French. She, I, don't. I don't know. I bet. I'm surprised she's not silent right now. Let's put it that and way. And they're still. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the rumblings still are that she is going to sing like a canary. Uh, whether or not that actually happens. She's got knows, no choice. But, Jeffrey Epstein was going to sing like a bird, too. Yeah. And, and man, I'm just like, that's the show I want to watch because. You know, a lot of people look years ago. Do you remember when Mel Gibson was basically saying that Hollywood is full of scumbags and pedophiles feasting on the blood of the infants? And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Maybe Mel wasn't quite so crazy because you had the whole member Corey Feldman. Yeah. When he did his big interview. And that's that's why Corey Haim killed himself. Was, was over because the rape that and the, the, the pedophilia and that was going on that. that Young young actors had to go through in Hollywood. Look, there's where there's smoke, there's fire. That's all I'm gonna say. There are a lot of high, high, high profile people out there that are sick, friggin' individuals. And I just I hope it starts to get exposed. I hope with all hope that they keep that woman alive and and she blows the whole thing up before somebody puts a bullet in her. The reason I'm so angry about this is. Once again, you hear me talk about conspiracy theory and conspiracy fact, okay? This has been known for a long time, and it just got suppressed and suppressed and suppressed. And anybody that said anything about it, well, you're just, you know, this isn't really happening. You think this is really going on? Well, you're just a conspiracy theorist. Right. And that's, I really pisses me off, man. You know, it's not a conspiracy theory that, for example, Bill Gates was on the flight log 17 times to Petto Island. Yeah. So they, there's a whole lot of people involved with this. They're probably crapping how, bricks right now. How much, what kind of business would you have with a man like Jeffrey Epstein that would cause you to visit his island in the what, the Virgin Islands, yeah. I think it is, yeah. 17 times? You're the, the basically the CEO and founder of the largest tech company in the world. You tell me you can't teleconference a few of those meetings i'm gonna tell you something right now to anybody that says it's impossible that jeffrey epstein was killed there's no way well look these people have more money than most of us could ever imagine having and i say imagine having can you imagine having enough money to buy your own country because that's how much money these people have yeah so if you think for a second they don't have enough resources to buy people off especially in that are making fifty thousand dollars a year in some jail in new york city if oh yeah, it's 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 perfectly perfectly probable that that happened. Oh well, you know that's the cameras went down, but you know, but you, nobody can get in there. I mean, somebody just walked in and killed him. Yeah, yeah, I'd buy it for I'd sure. Absolutely buy yeah. it. Something. Yeah. No, there's so. I, there's no doubt in my mind that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. None whatsoever. I don't care what. How they found it, I just don't believe it. And like I've said before, and we'll move on to the presidential and, stuff. And after if this, he did, it was because somebody was in the cell with him and, and said, allowed him to look, do it. Look, you can either do it this way, yeah, 
peacefully or I'm like going to rip your guts out and strangle you with them, you know, painfully. And I'm he telling just you, dove off the bed. Either way, he was murdered. And the lawyers Period. even said before that, like the day before they had a meeting with him and he was pretty upbeat and they were coming up with their plan. Right. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm telling you, I don't buy anything. No, nope. you know, especially after this coronavirus BS. I don't believe anything that we're being told. I, I can't. I'm sorry, but I can't. <laughs> yep. All this inflated stuff. So I think uh, we're going to move on to Joe Biden and Donald Trump right now because some interesting things are going on. Uh, it appears that Joe Biden's team is going to try to keep him from debating. But they they better. Well, that's to me. That's right now. Biden. We talked about it a minute, a little bit ago. His his poll numbers are are continuing to be high, and right now in suburban suburbanites, whatever they want to call it, um, he currently has a higher lead than any uh, election in history, as far as the way usually it. Five percent swing one way or the other. Well, I don't know. Last month when he was like thirteen percent up, that was the same spread in that month of the election year that Trump and Hillary had. Well, and right, well, but the, was that the suburban? Fluctuate. Like this is a specific uh, demographic this was overall, but they all changed. Yeah, I'm but not across I'll, the board. He is ten to fifteen percent polling higher than Trump right now. And one reason I think that is a, a contributing factor is Trump every day is out there. Whether whether he look, he wants to be out there. He wants to be saying yes. stuff. He wants to be fueling and his and ego. Yeah, yeah, he does. Okay, but even if he wasn't, he still got so much exposure. The only reason I think that Joe Biden's pulling that high right now with some people is they keep him put away so he can't say stupid things. So people forget how how incapable he is of doing this job. Which I is, think that's a tactic. Uh, yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. Which again, this kind of backs up what I've said all along is that Trump needs to, in my opinion, anyway, needs to do something, say something, whatever, to try to bring people together and, and tone down his ego a little bit. You even agreed with on I that. Did. And I, he has been a little better. He's been for the working most part. on it. I think, I think his team has been going, look, you, you, you got to stop, but we, I got to make with, sure we get this in the bag. I here. agree with you in the fact that I think Biden's team is more of a, let's just sit back and watch and hope that Trump shoots himself in the foot. Well, and then going forward, if the debates look, well, you go ahead with that, then I'm going to counter. Cause I think I know where you're going, but go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the bait. I think anybody with a brain knows that Biden will get destroyed in debates with Trump. So, and that's the last thing that, that the democratic side wants is for those debates to happen. And I think they're going to use this coronavirus to somehow find a way to not have, them. they will try because they'll use the coronavirus to find a way to do anything they want to do. But I'm going to tell you my theory on where this is going to flip around. So they've got two options right now. They either send him out there to debate, which is throwing, you know, a steak at a pack of wolves. Okay. Cause th that'll th Trump will end him. He'll eat his lunch. It's going to be embarrassing for him. Or they don't debate. Either way, they're screwed, and I'll tell you why. Because Trump will set up the debates. Excuse me. He will set up stuff to happen on the debates if they get canceled. He'll hold rallies. Oh, and I'm he sure, will tear yeah. him apart while Joe Biden's sitting in his basement. So Joe Biden's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't at this point. Right. So it's going to be the lesser two evils if they decide not to debate. But I think that's going to ruin Biden because when people want to see the debates, they're going to get to see what Biden really is, whether he's there or not. Because if he stays hunkered down or he doesn't do a digital debate, if he just says, no, we're not doing it because of coronavirus, he's screwed. I don't know how. The only I thing I have to say on, on the whole it, no debates and Trump has these rallies 
and you know that if that happens, Trump is going to come in with the old ego guns ablaze, and rightfully so, but yeah. that could backfire on him. Man, I, here's my problem. I don't think it will. I think there's a silent majority that doesn't participate in polls. There's, just like they do with coronavirus, when they poll people, they had one guy on a radio show, he, he got a poll from the Washington Post or something, or I can't right. remember what it was. He was asked to participate in a poll, and it's asked him if he was Democrat or Republican. When he hit Republican, it kicked him out of the poll. So he did it again. It kicked him out again. Then he had to go in there and put down that he was, put down that he was independent before it would let him go in and do this poll. Oh wow! So, yeah, there's people. Yeah, doing they this can for skew their, those however they want. So I don't, I don't, I don't put any stock in the polls, especially what after what happened in 2016. This was, I think they gave Hillary Clinton a 96 percent odds on winning. And then in a matter of a heartbeat throughout that election night, it was the biggest smack that anybody ever got. I mean, when you go to Hillary Clinton's, and I wasn't like big on the vote for Trump. I voted for Ted Cruz initially. And then it was Trump. Okay, we got him. Let's let's give the guy a chance to do what he does. I'm not voting for Hillary Clinton. The one moment where I went, you know what? I made the right choice here in, in supporting this guy was that night when they flashed over to the uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign headquarters and they were all crying. I went, yeah, I made the right decision. Right. I, we actually made all these people cry on uh, on <laughs> on national TV. So I support it. But yeah, I think either way, Biden's going to be screwed. Yep. I just do. And we still have to wait to see who he's going to announce as VP, which uh, I say VP would actually be the president. Because I, I think after a couple of months, they're going to get him to toss his hat in and, and retire and give it over to whoever that is. Admittedly. I'm, I don't follow politics, but isn't don't we typically know by now, or is it the conventions where they really make? It's you the know? conventions. That's why they say he's a presumptive nominee. I mean, Bernie Sanders ain't going to. No, get no, it. no. I mean, VP. Don't I mean? Is, aren't we a little late in the game to be announcing who? If yeah. uh, correct me if I'm usually, wrong. Usually, usually at this point, they've already got their VPs picked, right? Whether they're official or not, they know who their running mates are going to be, but. We still got a ways to go, and whoever that VP is is going to have to, of course, debate Pence, which I think Pence is a great speech. I mean, you think it's going to be funny to uh, watch Donald Trump do what he's going to do, but if Pence has to debate somebody, I mean, Pence is a sharp guy. Right. I mean, the way he talks is very articulate. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting all the way around. But I'm banking, banking my money. It's going to be Kamala Harris right now is going to be the VP. She is a woman of color, and since we lived in such racially charged times, we have to make sure that we have a certain person of a certain gender and a certain color be our running mate, which at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Biden picked RuPaul because then you knock out several demographics. Wow. You do. You get, you get three and one. Yeah. You you get a, you get a, you get a man that's actually, you get a woman that's actually a man that's of color. RuPaul 2020. There you go. That's right. Girlfriend. (laughs) So, anyway, we had to touch on the debates. Um, before we get into anything, do you have anything else you want to get on here? I did quick? have one kind of funny story. Um, going back to the Washington Redskins whole name change thing, there's a man in Virginia who has filed trademark paperwork on, they, they list dozens, but I did a little digging and found that it's 44 potential names. Red Tails, Red Hawks, all these potential names that he thinks 
the Redskins might choose. And so he's trying to trademark them. Now, I'll give the guy credit. He offered them to the NFL for free. And he gave them a week to respond, and they didn't. And now he's come out and said that if you want it, you're going to have to pay for it. Good for him. Right. I mean, that's using your head. If he can make money doing that, good. But I don't think that it'll stand um, because it's obvious that he is doing this for, for monetary gain or, or some, either monetary or uh, fame or whatever. And I think the NFL probably has more money for lawyers than this man has. Well, but either way, I thought that was kind of funny. If, if he copyright or trademarks the name, he trademarks the name. Well, there's the, not lawyers. They that, haven't I mean, look, a, like he's filed for trademark and you know, you have to provide obvious reasons and, and whatnot to get that trademark with what has gone on with the NFL in the past three months. Oh no, I think it's nothing hilarious. will surprise me. Yeah. Nothing. Will, and, and God bless him if he can get money out of it. Right. So I just wanted to touch and plug something else. I had an interview uh, a couple days ago. We're getting everything mixed down and edited right now. I had it. It was my honor to sit down with a legendary Australian actor, Roger Ward. Uh, we actually ended up talking for about an hour and a half. So I can't I, wait to hear this. It's, it's, it's pretty good. If, if you're a fan of Mad Max, it's going to be really cool. We talk about a lot of things that a lot of people don't know, actually. Um, and a lot of theories that we go over, or not theories, but yeah, theories on what happened to the characters after the movie and how he carried this personification of his character, Fifi. So if you're, if you're a Mad Max fan, you're going to love it. There's going to be some uh, insightful stuff in that as well. So um, take it a couple days to get everything chopped down and back and forth with him reviewing it. So that's going to be a good one. Uh, expect that out in the next day or two. I'm going to have that done. So yeah, definitely get on over to the uh, podcast channel. That'll be on YouTube as well. So we'll be sharing that. And and piggybacking off of our shameless self-plugs here, just wanted to say... Hey, it's our show. We can plug whatever yeah, the hell yeah, we want to. You're damn right. Uh, as of this morning, we were 498 downloads. So we are two away from 500. And, you know, for me, I'm pretty proud of that. It's a nice milestone. And for a couple of schmucks uh, from the cornfields, it's exactly, not too bad you know, at this point. Um, and I just wanted to, to thank all of our listeners out there. That I, I know I talked to... Uh, several that listen every single week. So I have a favor to ask of you. If you hear this, go to our Facebook page. Chances are, if you're hearing us, you probably like the page or at least are friends with, with one of us. Go to our Facebook page, drop a comment on, on a show link or even just post on there. Uh, give us a little review. If you're on iTunes, review that. But the more that interaction we get on that Facebook page, the more it gets out there and we can kind of expand our audience and uh, we can do bigger things with it. Um, I, I've also got my show, Hanging With D's. I did like a triple release last week of some goofy topics if you're into that kind of thing. Um, some big things are coming through the network. Uh, we were going to have a, a pretty big spike of listeners, I think, with what we've got going on on my Everything Steelers side which you'll hear more about that on, on my show uh, coming up this week. Also, I should have some good stories for us because this coming Friday, I get to be a judge in the Miss Nude United States contest. Did you get me a seat for that? I, yeah, bring it. We're getting bottles and everything, man. It's going to be a good time. But yes, I, uh, I will get to be a judge in Miss Nude United States. And uh, I plan to, uh, I'm going to try and get some pictures. We'll see. But I think it's going to be an interesting time, and uh, it will be my first foray into the pageant world, especially the the naked pageant world. So looking forward to that. Um, I thought I had one more thing. 
No, I, yeah, I guess we remember. don't. I guess that means, hey, it's Sunday, and I guess we got to wrap it at this point. So without further ado, this is Donzo out, baby. See ya.